It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. And did you realize that people can listen to us anytime they want? They can? Non-stop if they wanted no. to. No. Yeah, it's Matt and Lizzie on demand. <gasps> and it starts right now. 92 Moose Central Maine's number one hit music station. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning for a finally Friday TGIF. And there's a lot of celebrating to do because two of the biggest lottery jackpots in U.S. history were won in New England. Now, the Powerball uh, jackpot has gone over a billion once again, and people are snatching up tickets. It's at 1.4. Right? 1.4 billion, That's right? crazy. That's crazy. But the cash, um, Wednesday night's drawing as of when this article was put out is estimated at 1.2 billion as an annuity, but the cash value was less than half of that, which is 551 million. So got to pay those taxes to uncle yes, Sam. You do because they need some of it too, because they're so poor and they need please um, have some more. Now let's get into odds before we get into those two spots in new England. This was very, I found this very interesting. So did you know what the odds of dying in a plane crash are? I'll tell you, it's one in 20 million. Your odds of getting hit by a meteorite are one in 1.6 million. Your odds of becoming a billionaire are one in 409,000. So not so bad. So not so bad. We're, we're, we're warming up. And your odds of getting a hole in one as an amateur golfer is one in 12,500. But <laughs> I, I want to know. And I feel like I've gotten a hole in one before. Like maybe at mini golf. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's you're probably right. So let's visit the two spots in New England um, that have hit the jackpot. Matt, do you have that information? Yeah, sir? so there, I mean, there have been a lot of jackpot winners in New England throughout the years, but two of the largest, when you break down biggest. the top, you break, break down the top 20 jackpots of all time, uh, the ninth largest jackpot of all time was one in Massachusetts. Uh, now this was $758 million. Okay. That was uh, the wow. ninth largest. Now, if you scroll all the way down into the top five, you find Maine uh, at the number four spot. Now, this was one, you might remember this, because this was on January 13th of this year. Ooh. Okay. Uh, now, this winning ticket was $1.35 billion. It was one winner. Yeah. Of course, they decided to remain anonymous. Of so course. we're still not sure. Who that is. But I would like to know so that I could tell them nice things and tell them how pretty they are. That's incredible. Yeah. Do you guys want to know what the largest lottery jackpot win in U.S. history was? Yes. You might remember because it wasn't really that long ago. It was Edwin Castro. He was the winner of the first U.S. jackpot to crack the 2.04 billion mark. That was wild. Last year in February. And he bought his ticket near L.A. in California took the lump sum of just shy of 1 billion and he netted 997.6 million before taxes. Yeah, I could still find stuff to spend that on though. So I could, could I. So I as could you can it. see, I mean most people will never ever win a jackpot, powerball jackpot, lottery <laughs> scratch ticket, whatever. But that's not stopping anyone from dreaming. So let's keep dreaming, shall we? More from <laughs> us coming up next. 92 Moose, Central Maine's number one hit music station. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. Good morning. And you guys know what time it is. It's Rave Sunshine. And I have to turn it up, Matt. Is that right here? Yeah. <gasps> oh, I there was you right. Okay. You got it. You got this. You got this. And that is the volume for Ray okay? Does that sound all right? I'm on the board, guys, today. So I'm running the show. I'm bringing it down buttons. just a little bit. Just okay. so it's just there in the background. Okay, just quietly nice. Okay, this is really cool because actually it's really freaking scary and it scared the crap out of me when I first read it. 
It was a normal day for a commuter. His name is uh, Pratik, and uh, he's in New Delhi. And every day he takes this one train. Well, one day he got a little hungry. He had the tummy rumblings, so he jumped off the train at the next stop to buy some bits, biscuits, and a cold drink. And was then going to jump back on the train to continue his commute. Now this happened, like I said, in New Delhi, India. When the train began to pull away uh, without him, it left a little too soon from what he was assuming how much time he was going to have. It ran out, and so he started running. He ran fast with his biscuits and his cold drink and jumped on board. But right as he did that, he slipped. And he fell underneath the moving carriages. Now, have you ever pictured? Oh my gosh, what would happen if you fell on the train tracks? You were stuck. Like, would you? What would you do? Obviously, you tried to get up. He couldn't、right. get up, so he was very clever. He laid down completely flat as the train drove over his body. That's wild, man. That's wild. Guess what? What? He didn't die. He was、What? alive. His clothes were ripped off by the train because the train's power pulled his clothes directly off of his body. Stop this! Wait a minute. He, he had, was nude. He was well, kind of. He was like partially nude. He probably had like a little bit of a nip slip. He, but he was so careful with、oh、his movements.、God. He stayed so still, waiting for the train to pass. Um, after the train had gone, a cop saw this happening, ran down, and and helped him. And he only suffered minor injuries, and also had parts, like I said, of his clothing ripped off. It's a vital little survival trick to remember.、Um, that I guess if you fall under a train, if you're thin enough to stand still, Matt and me would not survive that. No, my boobs would be ripped off, and that's your ray of sunshine <laughs> for everyone. That's what she did. So apparently, this shopping cart was stuck in、um, a nearby pond or something in water, and it was really gross. It was an eyesore. Everybody hated it. People were starting to complain about it on the community like website and the Facebook page. So Raina took it upon herself to climb into the water, into the muck. And pulled this shopping cart out. She wrote us an email. The shopping cart had been in the river for a while, and I had personally never noticed it. But every other post on my Facebook was someone complaining about it. I love this girl because if you can't if you can't do something right, do it yourself. You know that saying? Like she took it upon herself. She says so. After I got out of work at the Fresh Off the Farm in Rockport. Since I drive by Mill Street every day on my way home, I figured I would stop in, walk in, and grab it. I have a Facebook Live video on my Facebook profile. Her name is Reina.、Um, of her going into the water and taking it out. So I'm going to update my article and attach that video of her climbing into the muck to get it.、Um, she said, "I don't have a truck anymore, sadly, so I couldn't fit it inside of my Mustang. So I decided I would wheel it down the road to Hannaford to return it." And there you have it. So check on ninety two moose dot fm or on our Facebook page because I'm going to update that article and see if I can put in that video so you guys can watch her. <laughs> I mean, it's really amazing because women, if somebody's complaining about something, what do we do? We fix it. We get it done. Men, what do you do? You keep complaining about it. You know.
You haven't complained about much this morning, though. No, huh? no. I was just debating whether or not I wanted to fire back with a women complaining. Oh, my, you to, but got I chose to. not to. I chose not to. Okay. Well, no, I chose not to. Well, if you want to follow along with that story because it's super hilarious, um, go on to 92moose.fm or on our Facebook page and, and read all about it. And if there's something that bothers you in life, then you can also do something about it. Am I right, ladies? <laughs> 92 Moose. Here's what's trending on Pop Crush Nights. Coming up tonight, Pop Crush Nights. Me and Lauren, we want to whisk you away to Napa Valley, California to enjoy wine, beautiful views, and some amazing music at Live in the Vineyard 820. Going to tell you exactly how you can enter to win plus scammers. The scammers are back out at it. Me and Lauren are dying to stop them. Party starts at 7, Pop Crush Nights. 92 Moose. Alanco Animal Health. Work for a company that makes a positive impact by helping to feed the world every day. Offers a $2,500 sign-on bonus, immediate access to health insurance, retirement plan, up to five weeks vacation, and more. That's what you'll find at Alanco Animal Health in Winslow. 873-3989. 92 Moose, Central Maine's number one hit music station. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning, and you know what time it is. It is your Tweets of the Jeff. Good morning. 7.50. Oh, don't forget, coming up in about 15 minutes, your first chance of the day to put 30 grand in your hand. Ooh. We've got your first code. Bring bring that music down just a wee. Yeah, yeah. This needs to be in the background. Uh, oh, this is, I have to save another one. I thought I was ready, but I just saw a, an extra funny tweet, so I'm okay, saving babe. that one too. Okay. All right, here we go. What's trending on X this morning? It's tweets, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, I'm still sick. Uh, this is from Bob Golan. Uh, I've lost my mood ring. I'm not sure how I feel about it. Aww. You can bring that down even more. That's okay. Pretty hot. I got you. There you go. You're doing a great job. Thank you, oh, babe. Oh, and if you want to see Lizzie on the controls, we just did a Facebook Live. Uh, you can rewatch that video on our Facebook page. This is from Edgar Poop One. Oh. Who needs an alarm clock when you have anxiety? <laughs> huh? This is from at Drake Gatsby. If I was walking through the valley of the shadow of death, I probably would fear some evil. Totally. Uh, let's see. This is from at Paige Randall. I just completed my first week on Weight Watchers. I'm down two pounds and already lost my zest for life. <laughs> uh, this is from at, oh my God, this is from at, that bitch with the bacon tattoo. Okay. A panic attack should at least burn enough calories for a cheeseburger combo meal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, we'll give you a couple more from at Dan Reagan. Okay. Uh, if you win the Powerball, just remember I always believed in you and always spoke very highly of you. Amen. Uh, we'll give you this as your bonus tweet just because I think this is funny. This okay. is from at uh, This Gringo. Get in. We're going to go push some flat earthers over the edge. <laughs> Can you do it again? <laughs> you want me to do it again? Yeah. Ready? Now do it again and go. Get in. We're going to go push some flat earthers over the edge. I liked that one. Okay. Yeah. It's the Naughty 2 Moose tweets of the day. Follow us at Naughty 2 Moose. Naughty 2 Moose, Central Maine's number one hit music station. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning for a Friday. Matt, you okay? Bye, baby. I'm just trying to play you, baby. I'm just trying to play you. Oh, because I always... You always like, get startled when we go on the air. Mess up. No, it's my cans, which is radio lingo for headphones. And sometimes my cans, um, well, they're broken right now. And I also hit myself in the face a lot with the mic. Listen, it's been an adjustment. I got it. And your crystals look good over there. Thank you. Don't you feel the good energy vibrating off of them, by the way? No. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> I saw this article recently, and I thought it was very interesting, and I thought I'd, I'd share it with y'all. For a day, I was a cop. I was an Augusta police officer for a day. 
Um, and it was very interesting. And I noticed this happening. And when I saw the article, it kind of jogged my memory. Here are three reasons why police officers touch the back of your car when they pull you over. Now, I know a lot of people have seen this. It happens. It's on TV. And I just thought it was for one reason, and that was to leave their fingerprints on your car in case they that's, get napped. I'm so sorry that I keep coughing. Um, that's what I always thought, too, is it was... But they, it's they more than that. Put, yeah. It is. Interesting. It's okay. more than that. So reason number one, according to Reader's Digest, it's either the trunk or the taillight that most officers touch at each traffic stop. This is purely for the safety of the officer. So number one is they're literally leaving their fingerprints on the car. So if something happens and they get napped, um, then you can find them or whatever. But there's more. Reason number two, the website Motorverso says this is also done to ensure the trunk is closed and latched so as to avoid the slight chance that there may be someone hiding in there who will jump out attack the officer or flee during the stop. Wow. That is something else right there, huh? Right. That is something else. So they kind of push it a little bit too to make sure it's latched. Reason number three, according to Motoverso, same same site, this pause by the police officer, so they take a minute and they pause and they touch the back, allows them time to see if the driver makes any sudden movements um, that appear to be like concealing something like a weapon or reaching for something or simply trying to like just put on their seatbelt. Overall, it's about the initial body language of the driver and passenger. So those are the three reasons why an officer taps that ass <laughs> of your car. What in the hell is wrong with you? Fingerprint. <laughs> and then to, you know, make sure the thing is, is the trunk is closed so that nobody pops up. But like, oh, my God, wouldn't that be so like if it wasn't like dangerous, like funny, if someone was like, boo. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I, I don't, don't think, think so. No, I, don't I don't think, think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. So I wanted to go over that because I thought that was funny. Have you ever seen it happen in real life, Matt? No. No, just like on TV. Just on television. And next time I get pulled over. <laughs> I like that you say next time because you know it's going to happen again. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Next time, maybe if I get pulled over, I'm going to ask the officer. I'm going to be like, how'd she feel? <laughs> how'd she feel? Do I need to do any more squats? Oh, my God. <laughs> Central Maine's number one hit music station. It's Matt and Lizzie in the morning. It's Lizzie. I'm running the board. And I, just like Sia said, am unstoppable today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, so I want to let you guys know we've got 30 grand in your hand. And your first chance to score, actually, no, your second chance to score this morning will kick off at 9 o'clock. So be listening for that now. Go ahead. Uh, so we're asking you this question <laughs> this morning. Uh, are you a woman who works in a male-dominated industry? If you are... Tell us about it. Lizzie is a woman who works in a fairly male-dominated industry. Radio itself. Yeah, do I have to get into the details about how I feel? <laughs> no, not at all. But that's typical. You know, that, that radio has come a long way, as is all media, really. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, it used to be like all-male news anchors. And I mean, like everything media-related was male-dominated. But that has vastly changed. It is. And as a, as a woman just decades. being in any industry, really, it's it's, you know... I hate telling young women, um, girls can do it too, because then they'll assume that at one point we couldn't. So what I like to say is you got this and you can do anything. But at any type of industry that you're getting into, you do have to have kind of a strong backbone. Are you a woman who works in a male-dominated industry? Jessica checking in at the Moose Facebook page says, yes, I work in a paper mill. Mm. Uh, kind of got a little nicer treatment when I started on the paper machine because of it, but... 
they would still give me crap as it was due to me being the lowest ranking person on the machine. Right. I enjoy where I am now in the mill, but still do just as much hard work as the men. I make sure that I have, that I prove every day that I'm just as capable and work just as hard. Plus, the, uh, the pulp side is a little more relaxed. Uh, people-wise, due to it not being the finished product. Right. And I don't know a ton about the paper mill. So, I mean, I know, no. like, the paper machines. I mean, it's labor. Digesters man. and stuff oh, yeah. like that. But. All that big machinery. Um, I got a, a text on the on our 92 Moose app from Teresa, and she said, don't forget female line workers. Oh, that's true, too. You know, yeah, CMP or sure. any electricity company. Those line workers are getting up on the poles and doing the things. and I don't do heights. Yeah. Yeah, it's high. It's high up there, and there's electricity. And that's tough. There is a lot of times. Yes, there is. Electricity. Um, And then also, I was talking recently, this just came to my mind, um, Delia Schreiber, she works at BIW. She's very young, and she is one of the machinists. Oh, wow. And um, she's a badass. That's very impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. If you're a woman who works in in a male-dominated industry here in Maine, and you want to tell us all about it, go on our 92 Moose Facebook page and comment away.